0: As if the McCrispie couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispie, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Davis steps under center. Gibson and McClendon behind him. Davis with motion by Richard will get the ball to McClendon. He leaps. Oh!
1: Tough Blog Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome into another edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. It is Anthony Pagnotta back with you guys as always, and today uh, we continue our quarantine interview series, and uh, we're welcome in a guy that is now uh, freshly a, a former Tar Heel. In Antonio Williams, he just had his pro day yesterday, so we wanted to sit down and talk to him. And uh, Antonio, well, first of all, man, uh, I, I assume you know it, it must have been very weird uh, having the pro day. I'm um, actually, where where did you have it at? Because uh, everything is just kind of out of whack with everything that's going on with the, this coronavirus. So, um, you know, what what was it like? Where was it at? And and were there anybody? How did they go about it in terms of, of scouts that were out there and everything like that?
0: Uh, Well, so it was a very weird situation for me. Um, You know, as you know, everything's kind of closed down. So I wasn't able to have a, a true pro day. What I did was I had kind of a virtual pro day where everything I did was recorded. Um, so the uh, we sent in the teams and the scouts and everything. They're able to analyze it themselves. They're able to uh, time it themselves. So I didn't actually have any scouts at my pro day. But, you know, everything worked out well. I had some good times. Everything was uh, good. My bench was good. Um, but uh, I, had it at a, I had it at a field. It was just a local field. Everything was private. They tried to keep everything under wraps. Uh, but uh, it, it was cool, man. It was I had a good day. The numbers were good. Everything worked out
1: well. Yeah, they definitely were. I mean, uh, you got the forty yard dash time, four five two, which would have been top ten uh, at the NFL Scouting Combine from uh, back earlier in February. Um, and then on the bench press, twenty four reps. So uh, yeah, some very impressive numbers for you. And uh, ha- has anybody really been taking notice of that? Even maybe before uh, yesterday. Uh, Have you heard from any NFL teams?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've heard from a good bit of teams, actually. So it's it's looking good for me. Yesterday just kind of solidified it for me, um, getting those numbers out. Uh, Like I said, it kind of worked out perfectly for me.
1: Well, that's awesome, man. That's great to hear. And, uh, of course, this past year, you know, you were part of a backfield that was really just packed with talent. Um, guys that I, I think, you know, we were all kind of waiting to, to break out. And last year definitely seemed like the year. What, what was it like to be part of that backfield? Because I assume it was kind of an, an emo, emotional roller coaster because while you love seeing the success of the other guys, you definitely, I, I know, wanted to be out on that field and and, and helping participate. So what was it like um, um, you know, when you did get the opportunities to get out there amongst just a great group of running backs.
0: Uh, well, honestly, I think it prepared me uh, for what's coming for me in the NFL, playing with some uh, some high level running backs. You know, whatever team I go to, there's going to be some good backs on the team. And uh, me being banged up a majority of the season, you know, it allowed for those guys to to get more opportunities, and I'm happy for for those guys. Obviously, I didn't want to be banged up. Uh, obviously, I wanted to play as much as I could. Um, but things worked out, and uh, it's working out now. and you know, I'm just happy. I'm excited to see what those guys do this next season. I'm excited for for my next season. You know, being on an NFL team. You know, it's getting excited and just being in a room full of great backs that are going to play in the league as well as as well. You know, it's going to be. It, it was very fun.
1: Well, I I imagine uh, you know it's definitely a different experience for you from the first year. What what was the main difference that you saw from Mac Brown uh, that, that as opposed to Larry Fedora who was there the first year that you returned?
0: Oh, well, it was the biggest difference, I think, was the, just kind of the mindset on the team. Guys kind of had a, a winning, a more of a winning mentality. They knew we had the pieces to do what we needed to do in order to be successful. Um, and, and, I mean, the team wasn't much different from when Coach Fedora was there. It was just the mindset changed a bit. And, and uh, obviously that made a big difference. We went to a bowl game. Um, we won it. you know, we had, a, we had a winning season first time in a while. Um, so I think the biggest thing was just how Coach Brown, he brought a new mindset to the team.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think uh, you, you were definitely a part of that. Uh, and, and this past year, one of the things that I really noticed with you, even from the first game that we saw, uh, was the difference in, in really your running style. You ran a little more uh, hard-nosed, aggressive uh, in, in 2018, and you kept that aggression uh, in 2019. But also, you could tell that uh, you had definitely added some some straight-line speed and uh, definitely uh, were, were able to hit the holes a lot better this year. Um, you know, wh- Where do you think... Uh, that, that comes from was that just from working with uh, R- Coach Gillespie, who I think has done a fantastic job, or you know, wh- where do you think that that improvement came from last year?
0: Uh, well, I definitely give credit to Coach S and the uh, strength staff up there, and uh, definitely Coach G. Man, those guys. They I, I, I noticed that I needed to get better with straight line speed coming off of my junior year, um, mm-hmm. so I kind of focused on you know loosening up my hips, uh, working on my running form, all of those things. I'm right. um, going into my senior year. And you know, kinda of like you said, it was it was definitely noticeable. Um, I got faster, I, I was I was able to move a bit better. Um I, I felt myself become a more complete running back and I think, you know, going into this next step that I'm going into, that's gonna be very beneficial in so many different ways.
1: All right, so now you hit that next uh, that that final step. You got the pro day in. A lot of the guys, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get their pro day in, but you got a chance to help yourself. So now, what's the plans for you as you head towards uh, the NFL draft? Are you going to be having a a party with the family and everything uh, whenever it comes around that time, or what? What are kind of those plans for you?
0: Oh yeah, most definitely going to spend it with the family. I would definitely want to uh, to bring that in with them for the people that you know I, I was around. My entire life the ones that have kind of you know been there for me and also i mean i mean why why not enjoy it with them it's gonna be a big day it's gonna be fun it's gonna be celebration um and it's just it's just a uh celebration of hard work paying off finally you know we've been striving for this for a long time now and just to have it in my being able to reach it now it's kind of it's kind of cool uh and you know my family's been there with me the entire way watching me watching me go through it so i definitely want to you know bring
1: that in with them Hey, well, best of luck, Antonio. Uh, Man, you were a guy that uh, was an extremely hard worker. You really bought in this past year, became a leader on the team, and uh, helped us to uh, a great first season under Mac Brown, and uh, an offense that now looks like it's going to be one of the better ones in college football for years to come. So thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Uh, Hope you're doing well. Make sure you stay safe and glad you were able to get that pro day in, and we look forward to hopefully hearing your name called uh, during the draft uh, later in April. All
0: right. Thank you,
1: man. All right. So Antonio Williams, the former Tar Heel running back, of course, he and a uh, pretty Stacked group of guys are going to be trying to make the NFL this season. Uh, first time in, in a couple of years that the Tar Heels are going to have a chance to see multiple guys get drafted. As we've told you, Jason Strobridge is a guy that's kind of right on the edge of day two, early day three. Um, I, you know, I don't know how all the coronavirus stuff ends up uh, helping or hurting his draft stock, but he definitely looks like a guy that, as of right now, uh, could hear his name called uh, pretty early um, in the draft in terms of uh, the round numbers, so I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes in the third, maybe the fourth round. Um, don't see him falling much further than that. As for Charlie Heck, uh, he's a guy that right now is seen somewhere in those in those mid to late rounds, uh, anywhere from four to six, um, so he'll probably be a day three guy. Miles Dorn uh, is, is kind of all over the place. There are some people that have him get dra- getting drafted, uh, others that don't, and then uh, Antonio Williams, a guy that didn't really show up on a whole lot of drafts draft boards when I've been looking through them but I think this pro day really helps him and he's a guy that's got a lot of talent we remember of course when we were trying to recruit him back before he went to Ohio State and then of course he transferred to Carolina and I think this pro day really helps him and I'm also interested to see what happens with a guy like Aaron Crawford a guy that I think really really has a chance to do something if he can make an NFL roster all he needs is a chance so we'll keep you updated on all of that in terms of the NFL draft we'll also keep You updated on everything in terms of the Tar Heels going into the NBA draft. Of course, Cole Anthony has said that he is going to delay his decision decision right now because of the coronavirus. But when he does come out with that decision, we will, of course, let you guys know that. And we'll, of course, keep you updated on where uh, the major draft boards expect all of the former Tar Heels to go that do end up going on uh, to the NBA. We're hoping that uh, guys like Garrison Brooks, Armando Baycott come back. So we'll keep you updated on all that different stuff. And uh, also for baseball, uh, if Aaron Sabato gets drafted uh, this year, which uh, definitely looks like it's an extremely high possibility, we'll have you covered on that. That's a little bit further down the line. And of course, with everything that's going on with the coronavirus, uh, everything is kind of just in flux. We don't know when things will change, but uh, it seems like right now the NFL draft will remain in April and uh, we'll, we'll have a group of guys that will be getting their names called. So uh, make sure you head over to to the Heel Tough blog website. we got some great stuff up there right now. Just put out the most important targets remaining in the 2021 class last night. That's a good article to go and read because it was a huge month for Carolina on the recruiting trail in March. Of course, the Tar Heels landing uh, six major commitments during that time. So uh, a lot of really talented players committing to Carolina. Also, some guys that were extremely big targets for Carolina going elsewhere, including Trayvon Henderson. Person, as well as, um, As Evan Pryor, both guys going to Ohio State. A couple other guys uh, out there as well that are now off the board. So we reset the most important targets for you. Some new names appearing on that list. Some old names appearing on that list as well, um, but that have moved up. So make sure you check that out. That's a great article to go and read as well as our awards podcast from this uh, from this past basketball season. We're not the podcast. The article. uh, We have the podcast coming up here soon. Make sure you go and read that. Uh, We give out. Out the awards for MVP, uh, Defensive MVP, Most Improved Player, Best Freshman. All those awards are on there, so make sure you guys go back and read that. Even though we're struggling through the coronavirus here, we are still making sure that we're giving you guys content. So uh, make sure that you guys check that out on the website. Also, that's where you can check out the podcast, or you can check it out anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast because we've got so many other great interviews coming out. Antonio, Williams is today. Um, of course, we'll do this because it's right after his pro day, so we'll put this one up actually today. We'll move the one with C.J. Cotman that we had scheduled back. Um, that was a really great interview. You guys will want to hear that. We'll put that out on Wednesday, and then uh, on we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around on Sunday of next week. Uh, we'll have Deontay Williams, the former safety, uh, which was just an unbelievable interview being able to talk to him. Uh, defensive lineman Tyler Powell, um, a guy that's pretty new to uh, to the post college football life as well. Um, he graduated just last year. Um, he, we had an interview with him that'll air uh, two Wednesdays from now. So make sure that you check all of those out coming up. The only way you can make sure that you don't miss an episode of the podcast is to subscribe to the podcast. So once again, want to thank Antonio Williams for stopping by with us. Want to thank you guys for listening. And remember, as always, go Tar Heels.